Hey there, welcome to the Healthy Vibes Podcast. I am Kelly Renato, your host, a mom of two, and a fitness and health enthusiast and encourager. I'm on a mission to help moms feel good about themselves, find time for themselves, and get their strength back so that every single day they can show up how they want to. I know what it's like to feel overwhelmed, unhealthy as a mom, anxious, worn out, and never enough. That is why I want to share with you every single week simple choices that have helped me to feel more confident and content. Each week I'll bring you a short dose of inspiration for you and your family, empowering you to show up for yourself, love who you are, and encouraging you to become more intentional every day with your choices so that you can feel stronger, more confident, and fulfilled. Are you ready to truly love who you are? Get out of that rat race, know that you're enough, and follow the path that you want to? It's time to nurture your mind, body, and soul. You get to make this choice every single day, and I want to help you. Let's start today. You ready? Here we go. Hey there, welcome to the Healthy Vibes Podcast. I am Kelly Renato, and I am so thankful you are here with me today. Today, we're going to take a little bit of a turn with everything going on, and I am going to give out some very simple, nothing crazy uh, homeschooling tips that I feel like over the years have helped me. I've had a few people reach out to me, and honestly, um, I am by no means an expert. I don't feel that I've got it all together. I don't feel like I've figured it all out. But, you know, we have been homeschooling for almost eight years. We're all at home. My husband works remotely, so we were already in the boat that everyone just got thrown into. So again, we haven't figured it all out, but I do think I have some things that I do believe may help you. You don't have to feel the same way I do about education, family, faith, any of that. You don't have to be excited about this change. These tips that I'm giving you are just things if you are open-minded enough and intentional enough, I do think could help shift your days because it's a lot. And I don't believe anyone should think that you're going to get it right away or it's going to click right away or your week's going to be, you know, exactly how you're hoping right away. But I think we can do our best. Um, And really what I'm going to talk about today is a lot about just us and our choices, our perspective on the situation, how we handle things, not necessarily, you know, how well our kids do with assignments, checking in with their teachers. I think all of this is a new territory and we have to be, all of us, teachers included, have to be super flexible, super understanding, and just realize this is a a big transition for everyone. And every single year when I've started homeschooling, and especially in the beginning, it was a transition. It was a learning curve. It, it takes us every year time to get back into the groove. It's normal when you're switching gears, starting new, starting a new session, coming back from break, whatever. It's a transition. And then you add everything else that's going on in the world now that is so different to all of us. Please, 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 above all else, give yourself grace and lower your expectations, which is a big part of what I want to talk about. I'm going to do my best to keep this simple and 
not go on and on and be long-winded because I could talk for a long time. But at the end of this all, if you have other questions as your week goes on, please email me, reach out to me, send me a message on social media, and I would love to answer your questions. If I can, I, I would absolutely try. So I want to start first by telling you that you really are the captain of your ship. And when I say that, I'm talking about the way the energy goes for the day or the way it, you know, how something that's that's kind of going well can switch gears and end up going bad and how you can get it back to good because you have all different personalities, all different moods, all different ages. Everyone's going through different things and you can let that take over your day or you can do your best to try to stay calm and just not react and not overreact at whatever goes on in your day. And I promise you, I know from experience, I've gone both ways many times and I've learned over the years that how I respond, my attitude, how I talk to my kids, all of these things direct the day. They really do. Even when my kids come back at me, when they complain, when they might get a little snooty or whatever, which all kids do, your kids are no exception. All of us, you know, none of us have perfect kids. And how you respond is going to direct where the ship goes. If it starts sinking very quickly, or if you regroup, respond calmly, however it is, you know your kids and get back on course. So first, what I want to talk about is your perspective going into this. You get to choose how you see it. Even if you're aggravated, frustrated, overwhelmed, whatever you're feeling right now, I want you to tell yourself and to decide how you're going to start the day, how you're going to go into this and see it as not as a burden, not as the fact that you think you're not capable or there's too much going on, you can't do this. Just start seeing it as, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to do my best. The kids are going to do our best. We're going to survive. And we're just going to do our best to have a good day every day. You're capable. You are. Your family's capable. Is it easy? No. But you can get through it. But your perspective matters. Because if you go into it, with a cloudy perspective, if you're already aggravated, if you're already overwhelmed, I promise it's not going to help. So, so believe in yourself, believe in your kids, and believe that you are capable of getting through this in the best way possible. And you can find good in it, I promise. Every single day there is good, regardless of what's going on. You just have to choose to find it and see it. So find the good. Secondly, I strongly believe you got to let go of your expectations. You got to lower them. And yes, of course, we have expectations each week, but I think your goal should be connecting with your kids, growing together, not just checking off assignments and how you expect them to get done, how well you expect them to do, expecting them to check in when they're supposed to, listen to everything you say, and just, you know, be super excited about this because. Not a lot of kids are super excited about school. So I think you have to choose connection over expectations. And you got to lower what you're expecting to happen this week. Because it's a lot. And everyone that I've talked to, even now that things are coming out, even kids, 
you have to remember they're they're overwhelmed too. They're unsettled. They don't know what to expect. Some of them are getting, you know, the olders are getting emails from like seven different teachers and expectations from seven different teachers. And then they add yours on top of it. So you, you be that person that's connecting and helping and encouraging them through this. You don't have to be one more person giving them expectations for their week. Let them do their best. I think you have to let go of, um, you know, perfect attendance for those live sessions the teachers are giving you every morning or, you know, getting that best grade, like whatever grades they were getting. Just, I think bigger here is, is how they're growing through this difficult time, how you're responding during an unknown situation, how you, you guys are getting along and, and how you're talking through it and not just being short or disrespectful with each other. So choose to connect this week and tell yourself that that is your goal. Thirdly, you got to bring humor into it. And I see so much humor with all the memes going around. They're hysterical. They're funny. They really are. And they make me laugh as a homeschool mom. And I'm going to tell you, bring that humor into your house stay light with your kids, laugh. Like when y'all mess up, when you do something stupid, stupid, make it funny. Like they're going, I promise you, they're going to be distracted. They're going to procrastinate. They're, they are, it's just, it's normal for kids, especially being home in this whole new territory. So just keep it light. I promise you keep it light. It'll flow better. Next is grace. You got to, got to, got to, got to give yourself grace, your kids grace, your spouse, everyone in your household grace. Because some of you might even have others, grandparents, you know, other family members. Just give yourself grace. Give everybody grace. It's, again, you're on a different path and you've just been thrown there. So when people mess up, when y'all maybe get short with each other or get an attitude or someone makes a mistake, whatever it is. If you need to walk away and pause and and take a break, go outside, get some fresh air, go for a walk, put on some fun music, whatever, and then forgive each other, regroup, talk it through, learn from the mistake, and move on. Let it go. Do not hold grudges. Do not keep going back to where you messed up. Because this, to me... These are the things I focus on every week because these to me are life skills. Learning how to connect when things are not going your way. Learning how to have grace with each other. Believing in each other even when you're in this crazy situation and believing in yourself. Learning how to work together even though you all have different goals and things that you're supposed to be accomplishing. Being kind in the midst of all of it. And just working as a team even though you're all, you know, in different grades and have different jobs. All of this, all of these are life skills. And I tell my kids this every week when we mess up and we get in fights or we get mad or we say things we don't mean. We have learned that that is a place that we grow rather than letting it spiral out of control or holding a grudge or, or digging our hole deeper and deeper and deeper. As my brother said to me, when, you know, the only way you stop is to stop digging. Like someone has to take the high road and say, Hey, all right, guys, everybody break, everyone go, you know, get some fresh air, take a few minutes and we're going to come back and we're going to forgive just to forgive. We're going to give each other grace. We're going to forget what just happened and we're going to start fresh. And I promise if you give them that and you lead them in that way, they're going to be learning from that. 
And it takes time, but you do this over and over and over. So choose to grow as a parent, as a family during this season and teach them how to grow through this. And you can, I promise. So those are the main things, I think, in terms of the week that will help you succeed because you're going to go through all these bumpy roads. I'm going to give you a few like tips now, just logistically, things we use, things have helped me kind of stay on task and, and have just helped us overall. But I want you to truly think about your perspective going into this, choosing to lower your expectation and choose connection over expectations. I want you to keep humor in it, stay light, be easy on each other. And I want you to give each other grace. I want you to remember all four of those things every day. And I also want you to remember that every day is a fresh start. Start fresh. Do not think about what happened yesterday. If it was a horrible day, today is your chance to make it different. So start fresh every day. Okay, so a couple of things that have helped us. So first of all, planning. I find planning is key. And some of you are probably great planners. I'll be honest, I'm not a great planner and I'm working on it. But I know that when I do planning, we are better. And this is nothing fancy, nor does it have to take like hours to plan. It's just putting your thoughts down on a simple paper. I use a very simple little sheet that I use and I just show them kind of, I look at what every kid's goals are for the week. You know, these are the assignments you have to get done for math, for social studies, for science, for English. Um, And if there's any other things like a couple of chores, I keep them basic when school's going on because, you know, you have school as well. But I do like to involve them in in responsibilities in the house because I think it's good all around. We're working together. They feel like they're contributing. Even if they complain, they really do. Um, So... I take time on Sunday just to look at the week ahead and I plan. I put a little bit, a very simple like schedule down for each kid of what they, just of tasks, not necessarily schedule, but of tasks that they have to get done by the end of the week. And then either Sunday or a lot of times with us, it's Monday morning, we talk about what they're getting done for the week. Just kind of a general overall, hey, you have three sciences you got to get done. You got four language arts. You're a little behind on this. Let's try to get these done. So it looks like maybe you need to get three assignments done a day kind of thing. So kind of a big overview just so they see the week ahead. And if there's anything else you need to show them, you know, your live classes are 8 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and 1 o'clock. You got to check in with your teacher Thursday. Just kind of an overview. And then each morning, we have like a meeting, a very casual, uplifting, lighthearted, simple meeting. The kids get up, we kind of, we create a start time. If we're going to start at nine o'clock, nine thirty, ten, doesn't matter. It's up to you for your family. What time are you going to start? So say you say we're going to meet at the dining room table at nine thirty. So I want you to set your alarm so that you get up, get your breakfast, get your chores done. Our morning chores are like straighten your room, make your bed, you know, maybe bring your laundry hamper out to the laundry. Very simple things. And we'll meet at the dining room table at 930 before we start our day. And when we meet, maybe 15, 20 minutes, our family reads a devotion and talks about it. And we relate it to our lives. Like we each take turns talking about how does this devotion relate? What did you get out of it? How did, what in your life has related you to this? 
we move into whatever we want to talk about for the day. And then we kind of, we go to each kid and say, hey, what are you working on today? What three assignments are you going to get done? Or what do you have to get done today? What are you getting done? Um, You know, what commitments do we have today? 11 o'clock, you have a class, your teacher's calling you at 12 o'clock. So let's, you know, be ready for that. And then before we part, we say a prayer and we take turns. My kids each are involved in it and we're to the point now where sometimes, you know, they just speak up. I'll say the prayer today. And our prayer is over us, our day, our homeschooling, anyone we know that might be going through something. And that's how we start our day. And I have to say, when we start our day that way, it's always a better day. Always. If we just rush into the day and everyone just goes to their desk and starts, we stumble and fall more. We just do. So that's how we start our day. Two other things I would say that help us during the day, and this is um, kind of, you know, everyone's different. So you have to find what works for your family. We set timers sometimes. Some days we don't, but some days we do. And we'll say, hey, 45 minutes, you know, you work on language arts, you work on your math assignment. When the buzzer goes off, you guys get 20 minutes outside, 30 minutes outside, whatever you want to do. I like to go outside. I know with everything going on, you just have to keep your distance from your neighbors, but you need fresh air. You just keep your distance. You can go for a bike ride. You can go for a walk. You can throw, play catch together with your family. You can sit on the porch, just get fresh air. So breaks are important and you got to plan them. And I think if you plan them, the end of the break comes easy too. If you say, hey, you get 30 minutes, I'm putting the timer on. I'll let you know when there's 10 minutes left. I don't care how old they are. It is good for them to know I got 10 minutes left and then we got to go back in and get work. It's just that, um, you know, I call it transitions. When you go from one thing to another, transitions are important because if you go from work to a break, yeah, that's pretty happy. I just finished. I'm going out to a break. If you're going from a break back into work, that's a harder transition and your mind shifts more negatively. Usually the kids are like, oh, now I have to go back in rather than you know, give them grace during that transition. Hey guys, 10 minutes and we're going to come in. It's time to come in. Give them a few minutes to get in, get some water, whatever, get a snack, keep it light, keep it positive and just help them to get to that transition. And then once they get back to their place, they'll be okay. But just realize there might be some bumps in the transition back from the break to the work. But if you fuel the fire, why are you complaining? I don't want to hear it. I didn't want this either. It's just going to become worse. So you just kind of like ignore their complaints. Hey, bud, I know, but we're halfway through the day. You're doing great. Come on, we'll get this done. You want a snack before you get started? Any way you can ease the transition is helpful. So that's planning ideas. Environment is my next thing, and it's huge as well. And I just think, you know, environment meaning what they're, where they're sitting what you're, you know, what, how you're feeling in the house, just kind of what is surrounding them. I try to check in with my kids. I just walk around. Hey, how's it going? You have any questions? You're doing good. I'm proud of you. You know, keep it up. Just a positive, encouraging check-in. Um, we have a certain start time in the morning, which I already talked about, and that just helps with consistency and them knowing what to expect for when their day starts. Workstations. A lot of people have asked me this, and I just think Everyone's different. There's so many options. Don't overthink it. If what you choose doesn't work, change it. 
When mine were little, we all sat at the same table a lot because everybody wanted to. We loved being at the same table. We kind of talked and got stuff done. But school, you know, was a little more casual, lighter when they were little. As they got older, they liked their own place, whether it's in their room, they sit at different tables in the house, one's at a desk, one's at a table. If they're on a computer screen, I like the screen where I can see them rather than like, you know, facing another way or I just think there's too many distractions and I like to keep them accountable so they're not wasting their time because at the end of the day, if they get distracted, which is going to happen, but everyone's grumpier. So I just keep it where their screen is somewhere where I can see it. Um, Be flexible. The beauty of all of this is you get to be flexible. You don't have to stick to any particular thing. Find out what works for you. And if it's not working, switch it. Take a break. Take a moment away and then get back. Um, And I already brought it up, but adding in responsibilities throughout the week, I feel like helps in the environment. Sometimes I make them lunch. And yes, I wait on them and give them stuff and they get excited. Some days I leave lunch to them and I say, hey, we got this, this, and this. And they fix their own and they like that too. And, you know, some days we kind of all do it together. So we just mix it up. I just let them help out sometimes. If if they have a lot going on and can tell they're stressed, I help them out. So just be flexible with that. Let them be a part of it, but some days just help them out. Last thing I want to talk about is energy because energy is contagious. Energy is huge. We all have different energy. Everything can bring out different things in us. Some things make some of us feel good. Some of us bother us. So be aware of what helps each other and what doesn't. So you can make breakfast fun, which can start the day fun. You can have music on. Um... Or they can just get their own some days. Just kind of, you know, you see what's good for your family that day. But whatever you do, like make sure your energy is good as well. Because however you are, I promise you, if you're annoyed, if you're grumpy, irritable, aggravated, short, too serious, whatever, I promise you're going to see the same thing from them. You just are. So you stay upbeat, positive. When you get frustrated, go in the other room. Take a few moments to yourself. Go for your own walk. Take five deep breaths. Whatever it is, take a break. You can take a break too. I do think we like music, but, you know, music can distract. Some days my kids are not into it and it's distracting. Some days they enjoy it. It depends on what they're working on. Just be aware of how it's affecting everyone. Some days I like candles if I feel like we're stressed out. I let them wear comfy clothes as long as they're working. Um, We never wear shoes. I think rewards are good. Surprise them with ice cream in the middle of the day. Some days you can tell it's been stressful, so we go to a game. I don't care how old they are. Sometimes it's fun. Just do something where they have to think in a different way to take a break. Um, Either way, I just think... How do you want them to look back at this? What do you want to get out of this? I want my family to grow during this time. I want my family to be closer, more connected. Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's, it's really about being intentional, about remembering what matters to you most. And I remind myself, and this has helped me over the years, and I'm going to tell you now too, What goes on in your house is what's most important. 
Yes, we can get suggestions from other people. I hope you have people giving you encouragement, people you can bounce ideas off of. But most important is not what other people are doing in comparison to you. The grades, the attendance, um, you know, who's posting what on social media, or any of the other distractions out there in the world. What is most important to me, and I believe right now, is your family, what you're going to get out of this, how you're going to grow as a family, how we are going to grow in our faith as parents, our community. And I just think, let's encourage each other. Let's be understanding. Let go of judgment and celebrate every success that you have. The most important thing along my homeschool journey has been other homeschool moms. And I say it over and over and over again because we understood each other. We could talk very freely to each other. We talked about our struggles. We talked about what was helping us. We talked about our kids because it's a hard journey. And nobody understood it quite like they did. So be there for each other. Don't judge each other. Encourage each other. Celebrate making it through the day, starting a new day. So that is all that I'm going to give you today. If you have any other questions, any other thoughts, anything you think I can help you with, please reach out, send me a message. I hope you got something out of this and I wish you all the best this week and in the weeks to come. And I'm praying for each of you and I'm wishing you all the best. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I appreciate you sharing this time with me today. I am grateful you are here. And if you have anyone that you feel could also benefit from this encouragement, please share it with them today. You can also add a quick review on iTunes, which would mean the world to me and help me just to make this better for each and every one of you out there. I will be here each week, so please be sure to subscribe to the podcast or join me at kellyrenato.com to get the latest episode and more tools to help you on your journey to feel your best and enjoy every single day exactly where you are. I would love to have you join my journey and let's all add good, healthy vibes anywhere we can every single day. Enjoy your week and embrace the season you're in. And I look forward to next week. Take care. Bye-bye.